sound of our voice you know who it is you heard the theme song the remix one of the remixes we back in here yes it's, it's sunday we getting back to our regular scheduled programming yes. the regular scheduled podcast the yes. webs are in here and i'm back <laughs> i'm ready and i got I, we got two weeks off i got two weeks built up <laughs> i'm ready to talk some shit i'm ready to talk some <laughs> shit it's prop it look I'm going to go ahead and put this warning out here. Okay. To those of you Mm -hmm. who don't like my profanity, Mm -hmm. you might want to sit this one out. You already hit play. We got it. We got your play. (laughs) So you can skip this one because it may be a little, uh, what's up, cousin? It may be a little profanity in this one because I got two weeks built up. Okay. I got a lot to talk about. We got a lot of different subjects. We got a lot of reviews. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of music, movies, TV shows. Yes. So we had a lot of time to to recoup. Anyway, look. welcome to Where Are the Webs, and the video was back up. Welcome to Where Are the <laughs> Webs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't start. I didn't start cussing this. I started hanging around Jamal Daniel. Y'all remember that? Um. So welcome back to another episode of Where Are the Webs, aka Keeping Up with the Webs, aka the Webs Worldwide, the International Webs. A.K.A. Your favorite auntie and uncle. Mm-hmm. King and queen of the three-day weekend still. And nothing changed. Ain't a damn thing changed. We still taking the extra day off. Maybe <laughs> two. Sometimes three, four-day weekend. Although lately it's been because we're sick. Shit. Well, Not me. I, whatever. I stretch mine out. Denial is a river in Egypt. Four-day weekend. However. Four-day weekend. Thank you to everybody who was patient with us. Use um, your vacation time. Thank you for everyone who checked on us, who is coming back to uh, rock with us again this week. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We always start out with our attitude of gratitude. Always. And we appreciate all of you guys being patient and coming back. So, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm thankful for all of you. I'm thankful for thankful for my wife. I'm what? thankful for my thankful for my wife, thankful for my life, thankful for every fucking thing I got. Oh. You'll never get better if you ain't thankful for what you already have. Are right? you trying to get better than me? What? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know it's better than a 10, 20. Mm-hmm. You know how you get a 20? Mm-hmm. Two tens. Oh. <laughs> so sweet. So sweet today. Shout out to Mr. Webb. So thank you, everyone. And if you don't know where you can find all of our shenanigans, you can find us on the Facebook, Where the Webs. Spell it out like a sentence. Where the Webs on Facebook. Also on the Instagram. Put it all together. Where the Webs. Where the Webs on Instagram. Shells and drums. Yo. Shells and drums. We're trying to get back ramped up into our shells and drums. Shells and drums on Instagram. 
That's our tacos and wings food mm-hmm. channel. We can get that popping. It's coming. Uh, individually, you can find us. I am at Psychic Out Loud, P-S-Y-C-H-I-I-N-G, Out Loud. I'm trying to adjust some things here. Psychic Out Loud on Instagram. I am also at Mindful Living Counseling, LLC, on the Instagram and on the Facebook Additionally, you can find me at Phenomenal Yoga, P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L, Yoga, on the Instagram. And Love Therapy on my Snapchat, L-U-V-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y. Where can they find you? Goddamn Marcus Webb on everything. Mm-mm-mm. Marcus Webb on Facebook. Mm-mm-mm. Marcus Webb 1984 on Instagram. Uh, Marcus Webb 84 on Snapchat. Eight. Follow me on all everything. of those. Everything. It, 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 sometimes it's different It's not the same thing on every platform You know sometimes I might just hold something out Just exclusively For Snapchat or exclusively For Instagram so follow them all You never know right And follow us both because we yeah. different people Yeah it's Completely different <laughs> Com- Completely different Y'all saw us last, <coughs> you know, last night Doing um, what we do And if you want to email us If you want to send us some feedback, thoughts, all of that good stuff. You can email us where the webs one. That's where the webs number one at gmail.com. Don't forget the official photographer of Where the Webs, Marcy Renee Photography.com. M-A-R-C-I-R-E-N-E-E Photography.com. Yep. Hit up the uh, email, man. It's been I know we took a little break, but you know, after this week, you know, we appreciate the feedback, um, recommendations, whatever you got for us. Drop it in the email, man. We appreciate it. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, getting into topics, topics, topics. topics. All right, what are we talking about first? We talk, We did gratitude. Um, uh, we got no feedback. Hold on. You know, we... we oh, we got to do our transitions. We, we, got, we got things. We still on a budget over here. All right. Transition. Sound like some NPR shit right there. Here we are. All right, so where have we been? The title of the show is Where Are the Webs? Where have they been? Um, Mrs. Webb was having a, a tough time. On the sick and shut-in list. <laughs> First week, I had a skin condition. I oh. ain't ashamed. Hey. Sorry. It happens. Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you do something and, and you break out, or and your whole body is just like, Ooh. So... <laughs> It put me oh. down. It put me way down. Um, oh. I'm not done with it. It it's made me itch a lot. And now I, I'm you covered gotta, in you, the chicken You got to give them all the details. <laughs> but um, growing one with hives and shit. It's, you know. I mean, hives happen. Hashtag hives happen. Hive lives now. That's what you get for trying new stuff. <laughs> so um, that happened, and then Mr. Webb had a cold, and he was in I denial did not about have it. A cold. And then I caught said cold. I didn't. So then we were both very ill. I just had allergies. Sure. Yes, love. It's allergies. Right. That's why I didn't improve with any allergy medication. It, it makes is. perfect sense. At least I went to sleep he, on the Benadryl. He suffered, and I suffered more. So Hell. it was a. Having a head cold I, in the summer is nothing nothing you want in your life. Okay, so listen. Mm-hmm. If I did have the same thing that you had. Yes. One, you went to the doctor. I did not. Mm-hmm. Yours was worse than mine. It was worse than, yes. It was worse at onset. 
We talked about that. I just, I don't. It understand. was worse at the onset. We got the same thing, but yours was worse, and I think your symptoms were different. I told you it hit me different. Just like when I got it's the not the same thing. Listen, sir. Just like when I got the flu and you got the flu light. You try to say that I was, you are, you said I got I get the mild version. Yeah, of, I say a, it hits you like a, a car. It hits me like an eighteen wheeler. Like yours is like poof, and mine is like poof, like do do do. Anyway, anyway, I don't know if that's <laughs> what. <a, clears throat> our immune systems ain't the same. So anyway, um, recovering, healing. We're doing a lot better. Strength is up. We back. So we went to um, last night. We're at Toast Anniversary. So shout out to Toast. One year. Yes. One year in business. Congratulations to yeah. Toast Augusta made it one year. Minimum. I feel like for a lot of people, like we've talked about Toast a lot, but I don't know if we ever really told them like a real description of Toast. Toast is not a restaurant. So I think a lot of people think that it is a restaurant. Toast is actually a venue. I think they want to make sure that that is clear. Mm. You know, they're not open every day. They open a lot for like special events. Yeah. It's actual uh, venue, you know, but it's always good to see people doing, you know, positive, different things. So that's why we always uh, support and they support us. So shout out to Toast Augusta. Had a great time last night celebrating that uh, one year anniversary. Yes. I have not seen Mr. Webb move I like that since that. undergrad. Yeah, I don't have any video footage because you kept stopping whenever I pulled my phone out. So, <laughs> but I have not seen him make some of the moves since undergrad up to and including stroll. Anyway, listen, we <laughs> I also want to say this. All right. You can get it on video, but don't be surprised if you see me in some party festival celebration sweating through a shirt. It's a, listen. <laughs> I turned 35 July 10th. Mm-hmm. I got for the next, my next 35. I'm telling you, man, it's about to be even better. 35 year old Marcus might dance. With, I might dance a little bit. I'm going to cut a, I'm going to act a fool in your party. You're going to cut a red. I must live with no regrets for the next 35 years. Hmm. So I'm not showing up to your party. Don't expect, don't invite me if you thought, you know, well, it's just going to be like one drink a person. No, I'm coming to drink all your drinks, eat all your food. I'm being here, I'm being here dancing hard, might break a sweat. I'm going to be over here talking to your DJ, telling them exactly what to play. It'd probably be inappropriate. (laughs) Your grandmama and your kids gonna be well. Your kids might smile, but it's gonna listen. I'm being the DJ. Ill, like, nah, play that one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's me now at the party. That's who I am. Good to know. That's me coming into yourself now. Right. Um, we also said farewell to our nephew. Sent him off. He has joined the armed forces. We, you know, privacy, so we don't say like all the specifics. But he he has Ooh. gone away to boot camp. Thaddeus, sent off the nephew. Thaddeus is at uh, boot camp. Yes. <laughs> yes. My little, my little young nephew has gone away. He's so. pissed off I called him Thaddeus. 
Um, also, where have the webs been? I went to Jacksonville. And as you may know, infamously, or if you don't know, Mr. Webb shut it down. Mr. Webb was not a fan of Jacksonville. He didn't care nothing about Jacksonville. It was on his, his hit list, his no-go, nothing, nothing. He had nothing for Jacksonville. So, I had to go for uh, work, work-related work reasons, and I had a week-long conference. So, I had time to explore. So, I went to Jacksonville Beach. I went to Atlantic Beach, and I want to say we have to have a Jacksonville do-over for Mr. Webb. I found some really cool places, some really nice spots. It is not downtown Jacksonville. It's not Jacksonville proper, but it's the area. So, you got to give credit to the I area. I mean, if okay? you... If- if you if you took a whole year, yeah, I mean or a whole week, mm-hmm. and it took you a whole week though to find enough stuff to do. Like we could we couldn't find that in that day or two we spent no, I, in Jacksonville. I found it. I found so, multiple things in the course of a week. I will give Jacksonville a second chance. All right, but who just lets their downtown area die like that? The whole little riverfront area, like down the street from the Jaguar Stadium, that shit's dead. It is. That is dead. It is more. I, I was about to the say. Don't that. don't say it. But it's it's not it's th- dead. It's not thriving. Not is it's dead and dying. So I'm I'll give Jacksonville a second chance. I got nothing. I it wasn't bad enough that I won't ever go back to Jacksonville again. I will give Jacksonville a second chance, but that first trip to Jacksonville was very, very, I don't know, it was just shocking at how dead it was. It was Super Bowl Sunday. Let me, can I give some okay, recommendations? You can, okay, go ahead, but I'm just telling you to get, it's not like my my hatred for Jacksonville don't have, <laughs> there's nothing behind it. I was there on Super Bowl Sunday. And bored out of your mind. Looking to have a good time. The best thing I did was sleep in that hotel room. That Super Bowl was also trash. <laughs> that didn't even help. I'm watching. I'm watching the trash Super Bowl <laughs> in a trash ass city. So, okay, go Jacksonville Beach. I want to give a shout out to the Shim Sham Room. The Shim Sham Room. That sounds offensive. It's just the name of. It's the name of the bar. I don't know what to tell you. Just tell me. So anyway, shout out to the, the Shim Sham. Shout out to Shim Sham. <laughs> just gonna just gonna talk all over just gonna tap dance all over my little You don't tell them, man. I'm telling them. Shim Sham. Um they had a great happy hour. They have a pretty cool bar menu. Okay, you got your uh, fried mac and cheese balls. You have some tacos, not authentic Mexican style tacos, not the street tacos. But very good tacos, nonetheless. I had them. They were on special. They also have um, an impressive menu of beverages. So I would hope so. I, yeah. And they were delicious. So okay. I appreciate okay. it. Shout out to them. Um, also, some local places, a local chain in Jacksonville that I thought was pretty good, Tijuana Flats. Tijuana Flats is like your Chipotle or Diablos. But, dare I say better because it didn't give me bubble guts boom done put a stamp on it tijuana flats uh tijuana flat thanks for sharing mm-hmm. um i you people say that about diablos and, and, and not, chipotle 
Let me let me also make this distinction. It doesn't have that that bar set up where you go up and you pick out and say, I want this, 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 and they scoop it right there. You go and you order off the menu. You tell them you want it in a burrito or a taco or a bowl or whatever, and they go cook it and bring it out. Oh, so you don't have no idea what they're doing to your food. I know it tastes good. It was hot. seemed fresh. Shout out to all of y'all who got issues with places like Chipotle. Because they be anyway, breathing on your food. I have an issue with Chipotle and Diablos. Okay? Not even because they breathe on the food. It was just... What's your issue with Diablos? I already told you. Because You told me the same thing. you like, as soon as you eat Diablos, it upsets your stomach. Eh, that ain't right. You gotta eat. I probably ate it enough. Like, I'm used to it now. But I, that ain't right. I, that ate, I ate Diablos like twice Why a week. Why is that... I had why like should a, I have to accept those terms and conditions? Because I just want to eat a, yeah. a burrito bowl or something. Because it comes with the food. No. Tijuana Flats. I was fine. Um, also, on my way out, I checked out a place called Si Senor. That also sounds offensive. <laughs> oh. Si, si, senor. Si, senor. It's, yes, sir. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I was about to make. Don't do it. Just stop right there. Everybody, Whatever you're going to say, just stop it right there. Everybody here legal? Si, senor. Thank you for watching Where the Webs. <laughs> we got to shut it down. I don't think we could go on no more. Uh, si senor. I mean, it's and it's only a taco place. That's all they do. Period. Don't go in there asking for no burritos, no gorditas, no. It's tacos, and you can get your tacos like Mexican street style, gringo. That's what they call that's it. What I know. That's what they call. It. They give you your options. Like you pick this style, this style, and this style, and pick your meats. All right. I want the authentico. Not not the uh, not the gringo tacos. Right. We like that authentico. Right. So, good little taco spot. Um, if you're not doing a deep dive for like the super hole in the wall authentic places, but you still want something that's not quite your chain restaurant variety tacos. You know what I'm saying? Something intermediate. Right. It'll get the job done. And tastes better than like your manufactured kind of stuff. All right. So that is my Jacksonville trip. That is my Jacksonville experience. I recommend. Oh, also, I went to the Dillard's Clearance Center. And I just want to say, if you are out here and you want, you like Dillard's, you like Dillard's stuff, and you want to go get you some shoes, some clothes, maybe you want your swimsuit on sale out of season, it's worth going to. It is sketchy as hell. It's in a terrible part of town, and it takes everything to get there. But when you get there, everything is marked down 65% off, and you get an extra 30 to 50 So, boom. And it's only like eight or nine miles from the beach. Can't beat it. Okay. So, hey, man, glad you had a great time in Jacksonville. I did. In your week. Yay. You got work done, and you had some time to get, have some fun. I did. Congratulations. Yes. We will <laughs> We will revisit Jacksonville. Don't yes. worry. We'll, we'll be back. I want to take you down to Atlantic Beach. We'll it be was, back. It was very nice. All I right. enjoyed the beaches there. So, transition. Next topic. All right. So, we going here? Go ahead and do it. All right. Let me get my Let me get my spot. Mm-hmm. So, to get into we talked about 
of course we always lead with the attitude of gratitude we we are always you know being being thankful we talked about you know where we've been locations let's talk about a hot topic this week mm-hmm. this week rapper entrepreneur jay-z sean carter mm-hmm. announced a partnership with the nfl national football so national football league mm-hmm. um if you've been in a hole for the last um what three years then maybe you may have missed that there were some protests going on in the nfl i don't know where you've been but hey welcome to 2019 thank you for joining us <laughs> <laughs> so that's just to give you a little bit of the history colin mm-hmm. kaepernick kind of kicked off the protest and actually led to him uh yeah kind of blackball well he yeah. hasn't had a job yeah since then since the end of that particular that first season where he uh started the kneeling of the protest and it got completely misconstrued and people missed the entire reason for the protest and his message so with all that being said also side note real quick jay-z had famously also not performed like he had stated he was not going to perform and work with the nfl because of their stance with Colin Kaepernick. Absolutely, so. right? So mm-hmm. he there's a line in the uh the album from the Carters, the the ape shit, and where he says, um, you know, tell the NFL, you know, we in stadiums too, every night in the end zone. Mm-hmm. You need me, I don't need you. Yep. So fast forward. Fast forward forward <laughs> to this week. We are now in uh Jay Z announced a partnership with the NFL. Now I tend to I think our topics here tend to be like non-political, but I feel like this is not necessarily political. But we got to talk about it, right? Yeah. So that's the background. Here's what I say. There's a few people to me who have just like built up enough I guess like capital with me that I just trust their judgment in what they do. Jay-Z is one of them, right? Mm. Like, to me, I kind of went into this. Now, it, it seems strange. And I'll be honest. Like, I, I still been watching football. Like, you call me. I'm still out. <laughs> I still been watching. I still been watching football. I actually feel better watching because uh, I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. And I feel like, you know, we're we're different than the rest of the NFL. But Going, yes. I I still been watching NFL <clears throat> football and it it didn't this partnership wouldn't have mattered anyway. I'm still gonna watch the Falcons, but I do trust that Jay Z has made the best decision. Now it would be nice if Colin Kaepernick still had a job, but anybody who at this point, I think the hopes of Colin Kaepernick playing in the NFL again. As wrong as it is, it's, it's probably not going to happen. Anybody who steps away for three years, three seasons without having played, it didn't, no matter the reason, it's going to be difficult to come back and still perform, right? So I feel like at this level, you know, Colin Kaepernick should be given a job, but it may not be playing quarterback. Like, give him an ambassador position. I'm, what I'm really hoping and I'm really being optimistic is that Jay-Z finds a way to incorporate Colin Kaepernick somewhere somewhere in this deal. In this and it's not just you getting yourself or some Rock Nation artist to perform at the Super Bowl. 
I hope that's not what this is. So I think I say all that to say, like me, I'm kind of reserving my judgment of this deal till I see what happens and how it plays out. Right. Mm -hmm. You got to see what they do with this partnership to see if it actually becomes something. I don't want to say, you know, it's a bad thing. Again, like Jay-Z has the decisions he's made as a businessman. I just I I trust Jay-Z to make a good decision. So that's that's my stand. I'm happy to see the NFL making some strides. You know what I mean? Progress sometimes is it it doesn't look like what you think it's gonna look like. It I, we don't you don't necessarily know what the pro, what progress looks like. It could this this is this could be progress, right? I'm skeptical. Right, yeah. I'm skeptical because I don't trust uh Roger Goodell. And if y'all don't know who that is, that's the commissioner of the NFL. I don't trust him, period. So, the way I see it, I'm not gonna say he. I'm not gonna say he's gonna he would get conned or anything like that. He would be full, well aware, of whatever happens next. But me not trusting Roger Goodell and seeing you go take this meeting with him and, you know, be in the stadiums and walk around, you know, photo, photograph with him. It's, it's a thing now. It's like, I, I don't know, man, what's this for? You know, what to what end? I don't see the NFL making any changes. I don't see anything happening. I don't see anything that instills good faith in the NFL as an organization in regards to, like, Black Black Lives Matter or or police brutality or anything or their players being able to protest in the way they see fit or treating them fairly in certain respects. Like I I, I just I'm I mean, skeptical about this, and I don't know. I'm not gonna say he he's blinded my money because it's not like he's hurting for it by any means. Just reached a billion. Like I'm I'm not. I'm not going to say it would be a money grab, but then again, some people just go and just keep on climbing and it, it doesn't matter. But I just, I just don't see him making, he's just, some people's track record is just good with me. Like you, you got credit with me, right? You got, you, you built that. All right. I at least have, I at least got to give this some, a chance to see how this plays out, and it and it's because it's Jay Z. Like if somebody else would have, I don't know, maybe if it would have been somebody else, maybe I would view it differently. But I just feel like the the stance, especially like the the more recent Jay Z, the Jay Z of the last couple of years. Yeah. I all right. Let's see where we go. Right. I just want to see. I mean, I'm not I, mad. I want to see where are, where are the dollars going. What what's this going to? Is this going to to help some greater good for some greater cause, or is this just PR? Is this just so we got to see it play out? Now I think a lot of people who are mad. I'm sorry, but I think a lot of what really bothers bothers me sometimes is like again we don't know what progress looks like, and some of y'all maybe you know there were some 
activists or whoever that were really upset about this deal. And I think we also have to be careful with some of these people too because you, I felt like you were upset because you weren't really involved and you maybe you felt like you've been on the front line for the last couple of years, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody like Sean King or somebody, right? Maybe you feel like you were supposed to be involved in some kind of way. I just think it would have been nice to see the NFL do something up front publicly that was like, okay, we could see why there's this turnaround. Because Jay-Z's been so vocal about it, so adamant about, you know, I'll, I'll mess with y'all like that. I mean, maybe they did it in the wrong order. Maybe you're going to announce the partnership <clears throat> first and then do something, whereas maybe you should have did something and then announced the partnership. Maybe so. But I'm willing to, and really, I maybe it's just me being a blind fan. Because it's Jay-Z, I'm willing to give this a shot and willing to see where it goes. Jay-Z is married to Beyonce. That's y'all, what I, y'all celebrate I, was, Beyonce. I was about to say, you know, his wife is Beyonce. You think Jay- the fact he probably ran this by Beyonce, like, hey, you think I should do this? Beyonce co-signed this. Y'all got y'all ain't gonna back it. We gotta see what happens. Now this did bring up I saw some other people just kind of throw another question in this. What if you saw somebody like Jay Z, Beyonce, they're supporting the NFL or Roger Goodell, you know, some mm. possible Trump supporters. Mm. How'd you feel if your face, your favorites turn would, out to be Turned out to be to have a different political stance than you thought or that you feel comfortable with, or contributed some way to the you know growth or whatever words you want to use of this other political stance that you don't necessarily agree with. So, how would you feel? I feel like at this point in 2019, we should constantly, I'm constantly in a state of being surprised and not being surprised. True. I'm not, yeah, nothing really surprises am, me anymore. I am frequently saddened and disappointed by by the way things go uh, with our politics, by the way things go with our society in general. So it will be hurtful and disappointing, but also there's, I guess it's a cynic. There's a tiny cynic in me that's always like, I'm not surprised. No. Or I'm not, I'm, I'm always looking out the side of my eye like any moment now, any time now. Look, I feel like if we find out that this deal was just nothing more than just mm-hmm. like completely you know, financially Selfishly driven, motivated. selfish, nobody, nothing, there's no real positive benefit to it other than, you know, you get some nice performances at the Super Bowl. If we look back on this in hindsight and say, you know, we don't see any real benefit from this. I feel like Jay-Z, Beyonce, whoever, you deserve to get canceled just like anybody else. I hope if you ever, if it ever comes out that Beyonce does something like completely that's negative, y'all got to keep that same energy, bro. Beyonce got to get it too. I hope I, and I don't want to see it, but I kind of do the day Beyonce get dragged. The the day Why? they drag Beyonce Why? for something, I can't man because I want to. Well, I can't. I want to see if y'all gonna have the same energy. I want to see 
the day y'all turn on Beyonce? Or will you? I want to see if you will turn on Beyonce. You know what? (laughs) Yep, just like Kanye was an easy one. They (laughs) they didn't mind. They didn't mind dragging Kanye. But I want to see will y'all drag Beyonce the same way. Like, I want Beyonce to come out and say something offensive. Remember the quote. Remember the quote from Batman. You die die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Jay-Z has used that line before. You stop, you quit, you go out on top, you leave it alone and sit back and count your residuals and your monies or you keep it pushing and eventually that's, that's your fate. So... When Beyonce performed at the Trump inauguration Bruh. in January of 2021, I want to see if y'all go really get out of here. Stop <laughs> speaking evil. It's a life. <laughs> when Beyonce is standing next to Trump, I want to see if y'all gonna keep that energy. Now, I I like Beyonce. I like Jay. Out of here. I just want to see what would happen. I don't want to see it. Moving when, on. When Beyonce comes out and says all lives matter, not just black lives. I, oh, what you going to oh, oh, I, I can't. What are you going to do? I can't. All right. I'm keep, saying, right? It, that now, I don't that think, sounds terrible. I don't think it will happen. But again, we had a point in this in this life, in this country, where you never know what may happen. Listen, real life is stranger than a fucking episode of... Um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. <laughs> That? What's the um? What's the other show with uh Olivia Pope? What was the name of that show? Scandal. Scandal. They had to <laughs> cancel. Nothing on real life. Look, they had to cancel Scandal because it couldn't keep up with real life. So mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if Beyonce come out. I'm telling you, she's gonna have that. All lives matter. Thank you. Blue Next. lives matter. Wait, wait for it. Uh, transitions. I don't even know you can barely hear that. Well, I don't think they can hear it on the video, but, you know, for the listeners. All right. Controversial topic. Let's do this. All right. So we're going to. It's time. We're moving on from that topic. We got to move to another topic. So this was supposed to be covered two weeks ago before we all, you know, fell ill, got on the sick and shut in list. Here's you really want to talk about controversy. You really want to get heated. Ooh, ooh. This happened when my sister circle came to visit, and it has still been happening periodically in my group chat on my phone. So the question somehow came up about best male R&B group of all time. Bruh. Bruh. Shout out to my fin- financial happening. advisor, Jimmy Howard. This is Howard. happening. So, so we talk, yeah, we're talking about best male R&B group of all time. I'm sorry. We got di- distracted. So, I didn't even think this was something that was up for debate. If you're not saying Temptations, then the answer to me is obviously Jodeci. I think we're... T- okay, we're talking about... Modern on, R&B. Yes, we're talking about like 90s era R&B. Okay. First of all, let's be clear. 90s up to now. We'll yes, say that. modern... Modern R&B groups. I mean, ain't no R&B male groups Not right now. now. Not now. But... From the the heyday, okay? So, my friends, my friends, who I love dearly, one of them said Boys to Men, and one of them said Drew Hill. Now, look here. 
look here. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue very strongly against boys and men because boys and men and Jodeci were like neck and neck. I'm I'll, okay. Okay. Keep, I'm keep going. Like same I'm era. Ba- I'm gonna jump back okay. in here. Okay. They're, they're two sides of the same coin. I, Listen, hold, okay. hold, go, go, go. Two sides of the same coin. All right. So your boys and men is is your your love like oh love song lovey dovey like what you might call some folks the simp stuff like the oh i love you baby i'll run your bath water let me take care of you all the stuff but they yes the crying r&b you know in the white linen with the with the Standing wind blowing the <laughs> that that's boys and men but on the flip side is jodeci jodeci came out as the bad boys of r&b they were rough they were rough around the edges. It was dirty. It was freaking you and all of it, all of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So two sides. All right. Same time frame. Drew Hill. Let me take a pause because I have to come clean. You gonna tell them about your history? You go. You about to do this? I'm gonna do on it on the podcast. I'm gonna do it. You about to confess? I am. How how, how much? You gonna tell them the whole truth? I'm. I know what you want me to say. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> so, All right. come closer, listeners. Once upon a time, Miss Webb was a super fan. And not like a Drew Hill super fan, but specifically a Cisco super fan. I mean, su- super fan. Colored hair and everything. Super fan. I didn't have colored hair, but I was a Shut up, fool. I yeah, I was yeah. a super fan of uh, Cisco, all right, a.k.a. Mark Andrews. I was a super you fan. You still know his real name. <laughs> I was a super fan. I was pretty crazy. I was a teenager, all what, right? You going to tell him what you used to call yourself? No. So, you anyway, I was, anyway, I was a super fan. Hey, hit me up. I'll tell y'all the nickname. I loved everything about him. All of it. I ate it up. Okay. Stepping out of that phase of my life. I married the number one Cisco fan. I, stepping out of this phase in my life and looking back, Drew Hill, solid. Solid R&B. At least, at least for, um, I'll say like the first couple albums. Before they really, really started throwing Cisco like all the way out. Before he was like, I'm about to go solo and say F y'all. Like, it was a different Drew Hill. We're talking April Showers, Drew Hill. I, I mean, I felt like it was like Cisco, Woody, and the other two. I don't even. Jazz and Nokia? No, not Woody. Cisco. Ja- Cisco and Jazz yeah. were the singers. Yeah. Cisco and the fat one. Them two. Nice. Cisco and the fat one. That's what you go with. I mean, with Jodeci, it was Casey, JoJo. What? It, what? Devontae K- produced. The music. Now, I... Jodeci, I gotta be honest, does have one throwaway member, Mr. Dalvin. <laughs> he was there because he was sexy. I don't, I don't he even was know there about that. He was sexy. Dalvin. He was there for the eye candy. Every R&B group has a couple, at least one or two throwaway members. Yep. And in Jodeci, it was Dalvin. He even, I know he came out with his own <laughs> solo song, but. Things yeah, he, nobody talks about. He, 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 okay, so anyway, you go, you go. So get in here. In, in this discussion of best male R and B group, I feel like 
Drew Hill can't even be in a discussion because Drew Hill, if they're, they are just like, if you took Boyz II Men, Jodeci, maybe put them together, you got Drew Hill. Mm-hmm. So you are, you, you a clone of the two originals, so you can't even be in the discussion. And the discussion is, key word in this is best R&B group. Best. Mm-hmm. Not the one that sold the most records. Mm-hmm. You know, because if some, that was the debate. Some people might say that's the. I mean, you might factor that in, but that's not the sole determination. Mm-hmm. I base, I, if we were talking about like what goes into this, that may be one of them. But I would also factor in, like, number of babies made to what? their songs. Yes. What? Where is this a stat? Who has the numbers? <laughs> Somebody. Somebody sure, calls you Like. <laughs> number of babies made to the song. Oh, and I think Jodeci is definitely out in the front. You didn't. You. When no babies made to end of the road. But a baby was a few of y'all were made to freaking you. I would say there were some babies made to "I'll Make Love to You" on bended knee. Look, no, look, that's like the. I would say I would four say four play song or something. <laughs> You the four play song. <laughs> it was the, in the mix. That, damn it! That was a song playing at the restaurant before you went home or something. But I was in, look, the eleva- look, in the elevator up to the room. You playing boys to I the men. I want to say you playing boys to men. Once you get in the room, you playing Jodeci. <laughs> Once you get in the room in the do- behind closed doors, you playing Jodeci. Yeah. Yeah. Even fiending, <laughs> fiending, fiending is good. Forever, my lady. Come on. Listen, it's, I'm talking about quality of the work, not quantity of the work. Now, yeah, that's what they I burned. To say. They burned out real quick. Yeah, it probably was some drugs. Think it was stuff drugs. going on. You seen Je- uh, Casey and JoJo lately? I'm not talking about what they look like right now. But, but okay, look. So think about. I'm thinking about comprehensive body of work, entire body of work. Okay, so. <laughs> Pretty Ricky. <laughs> no, nobody's saying pretty Ricky. If you don't get out of here, <laughs> looking at our comments popping up, ain't nobody speaking, talking about pretty speaking Ricky. Of, speaking look, of throwaway members, look, look, comprehensive body. Pretty Ricky of had work. like three. You get throw. Let me away. tell you, like the Coolie High Harmony. All right, Motown. Like that album is dope. It's cool. And then the second one, I like the first one better than the second. Now, with Jodeci, I think I like the second better than the first. To yes. me, like, all the the show, the after part, that one. Is, That's the third one. But the, the first three are hot. Like, I'm telling you. That was, was the, there more than just, the three? And, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> when, when Casey and JoJo went and did the Life soundtrack, somebody True. gave me life. That Even that song or um, the Casey. All My Life. All My Life is Hot. The KC version <laughs> of um, what's the Bobby Walmack song? Um, oh, if you think you're lonely you th- now. Listen, Bobby Walmack is untouchable. We if we ever get to that discussion, mm-hmm. but KC even did justice to a, his own remake of "If You Think You Lonely Now." That Bobby Walmack. Play that, Bobby Walmack. Jodeci, to me, 
hands down. Just like quality of the music. That Come and Talk to Me remix. I'm telling you right now that doom, doom. <laughs> come and talk to me. <laughs> Man. Also, it's better than anything Boys to Men made. Like, look, and I have nothing really against Boys to Men. This but is, I just don't think they're better than Jodeci. This is just the basic discussion. Because I have heard in these streets, in these internet streets. Yo, some of y'all were wilding. Y'all, some of y'all threw in, well, what about Silk? Silk what? was, a, let me tell you, Silk was a good group. Silk had some hits. Silk had like some three. hits. But wait a minute. But I, they I, shouldn't I'm, be in this discussion. I'm just saying Silk had some hits. Okay, I'm sorry. Silk had some hits. Okay. <clears throat> let's not deny. Let's let's give them they, they do and say they had some hits. And that dude that hit the high pitch, you know. Who went on to do Tyler Perry plays. I mean, sure. You know. <laughs> nah, that was, but he the, the, it was the little short one I'm gonna that tell you, was in the Tyler Perry still, play. Y'all sleeping on, what was the, the acapella one? The one where they had two versions. What? And if I ever fall in love Who's that again. group? No, they had two versions of that oh, song. They oh. had, look, y'all. You need if to I Google. ever fall in love. Do I think. your Googles. The the acapella one and the one music, yeah. hot, hot fire. Raw and okay. unfiltered. Look, Shy was good, but we're not putting them in this. H-Town was good. We're not putting them look, in this either. Oh, and I love H-Town. Emotions, knocking the boots. I think that was just, that to me as a young kid, Jodeci, H-Town kind of had that edge. I wanted to be Jodeci in H-Town. I, was knock, I wanted to be knocking the boots. Oh my god! I mean, you know what I'm talking about. That was, <laughs> but A Town was definitely not better than Jodeci. Um, Some of y'all were throwing out like Troop. I was like, who? I mean, we're not spread my wings. We're not doing that either. You're not in the discussion. Of I love guy. Group. I love Black Street. Shout out to Teddy Riley's groups. We ain't talking about y'all either. That is. You made some good music. Can't talk about you as the best. Right. And get out of here if you're talking about Soul For Real or any of that. Like, come on now. Even, listen, another group I like, Jagged Edge. True. Came up a couple times. They right. got a, I was about to say, they they got a throwaway member too. <laughs> Some of One of the twins could have went. The twins, <laughs> worked, the twins worked together. They was, they was almost like the same person. So we only needed one. <laughs> but we had some extra... Some extra people in Jagged Edge that probably could have left. But Jagged Edge is not in the discussion of best. So we want to hear great from you guys. So- great songs, not best. 112. Also. Great song. Made a couple great songs. Not the best. Not the best. Even though you forever love Cupid. Forever. Forever love Peaches, Peaches and, and Cream. Cream. You know. Yep. Like, we, you forever. But... Still not not the best, man. Not the best. There were people who preceded you by like ten or so years and helped pave the way. So, what are your thoughts? Email us. Where the, the webs, webs one, one at, at gmail dot com. Uh, uh, yes, uh, uh, you see that uh, synchronization. Uh, 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 yeah, and I know. Uh, just to clarify again, I know some of y'all old ass is gonna say temptation, <laughs> the four tops. We talking about modern, like nineties. He ain't got nothing on Harold, Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. You <laughs> <laughs> would have been nothing without David Ruffin. Y'all just a group looking for a David Ruffin. 
We respect our elders, but that's not who we're talking about right now. We're talking about more modern day, more recent. Right. Although, I mean, we do love the we love the temptations. I, I love the temptations for tops, the Manhattans, Again, the stylistics. Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Hello. <laughs> I'm on cancer, and my name is Charles. <laughs> Float. Float on. That's not who we're talking about. <laughs> the damn <Great> floater. <laughs> That's not who we're talking about right now. So, share with us, please. Please. We would love to hear from you. Make the inbox hot. Let's get this discussion. And so, we're just on male R&B groups. If this, I like how this discussion is going. We may continue this. It may get even more heated. If we get to best female R&B groups. Will it? I don't know. I mean, or maybe not. Because if you say anything other than TLC, then I don't agree. I mean, in Vogue. Are we talking about singing or what? I mean, didn't TLC sing? Uh, What? (laughs) It it was only only the L. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And she was actually a great singer on her own. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Don't look at me like that where you know in my heart of hearts a little young Anna was out here rocking the TLC before I even knew they were wearing condoms on their clothes, okay? Yeah. Hey, now that is something I'll say about <laughs> TLC. We off the discussion a little bit. We might have to say this one. But you go back and listen to TLC songs now. Like, ain't you I proud was, to beg? Bro. Why, why would we sing alone? Female sexual empowerment. Why would we sing oh, alone? Groundbreaking. We yes. were not of the age where we should have been singing along. To, to any of this, really, be. you shouldn't have been singing no knocking the boots. Maybe. And then we're done. All right. Hey, you know, <laughs> honorable mention. Yes. Best R and B group. Uh-huh. Mister Blackberry Molasses. Don't sleep. All right. <laughs> Don't all sleep right. on that Blackberry Molasses. One of the greatest songs of all time. You know, that song used to make me want to die. I know you hate that song. <laughs> Every time I heard that song, I wanted to die. You hate this? That was the only time I thought. It is. It felt like depression to me. <laughs> Whenever it came on, I was instant sad. Blackberry and I wanted to lay down mm-hmm. my life. <laughs> I did. I really did. I was depressed. Hey, look at it. Waterfall. <laughs> so, absolutely. We, we we'll, might, we'll, we'll have that debate next time. But right, We'll save the female R&B group. But this this week, best male R&B group, go. So two second pause or we, we save this portion and we prepare to transition to our reviews. We got a lot of reviews coming up. Stay tuned. Stick with us. If you... All right, and we're back. So we took two weeks off. Uh, like I said, we were some of us were under the weather. A lot of time to catch up on some music, movies, and TV shows. So we got a lot of reviews. We're gonna hit them real quick. A lot of recommendations or don't recommend whatever. <laughs> we'll Here see. Here we go. So hit it. Um, real quick, one thing I missed in my recap of my Jacksonville trip, Clark's Fish Camp. It is out at a swampy area, and when you go in, there is taxidermy, a very large and small game all over that place. 
um, just fair warning when you come in, there's an alligator over your head and there's a giraffe at the door. And I don't, I don't, I don't deal with giraffes, so I didn't like it. But they also have a menu of wild game and a ton of seafood, all the seafood you want. So Clark's Fish Camp, if you want to try something exotic or if you just want to get some down and dirty seafood. When we're going to talk about my wife's irrational fear of giraffes. He didn't realize. In the moon. We, you know what? We're not talking about fears right now. Okay. Okay. Well, and stop trying. Don't do that. Okay. Put me out there like that. Anyway. anyway reviews. Reviews. Um, first one we have here, a podcast called Dark Tank. And it's like, <laughs> the idea is similar to Shark Tank, only this. You have a panel of black folk, and there is a, what they call a gentrepreneur. <laughs> they have a one sole white person who is pitching a fix for a racial issue. And they're proposing it to the panel, and they get to critique and give feedback. It's pretty interesting. Um, there was one about Kanye West, and they had the creator of the Book of Yay podcast on there, who's a staunch defender. So it was very interesting to to listen to. But Dark Tank is pretty funny. Um, the audio is a little crazy, so sometimes it gets super loud. Just heads up. But interesting concept. So Dark Tank. Yes. Do you recommend Dark Tank? I do recommend Dark Tank. Look for the best of, so that way it saves you some time. So you can get, like, all the good stuff. All right. For all of you who listen to other podcasts, listen to this one first. Then, you know, when you got some time, listen to Dark Tank. Boom. All right. What's up next on the reviews list? I listened to some trap by accident. Sort of. (laughs) I I fell into the trap. I knew what I was getting into. Stumbled upon some trap. So I was like, all right, I got this five-hour drive back from Jacksonville. What can I listen to? New music. Quality control. Front Streets, Mixtape, Bottom 3, something like that. Something, something, something. Um, So, quality control. I didn't know what it was. I just knew it sounded like the theme song to the Hot Girl, Hot Boy Summer to me. And it was 150 tracks. Like, oh my gosh. This thing was so much and so long. It was funny because you were like, who is quality control? I was like, that's like the little label management for the Migos, Lil Yachty, maybe Gucci Man, you know, P and Coach K, QC, quality control music. So there I was riding along, just like, here comes Lil Baby and the Baby together. All Both the babies. babies. Both the, babies on babies the track on called song. Baby. It was a lot of baby. Baby on baby. Um, you know, you got your, your city girls and you got... You know, all these other new people, JT verses. all these people I can't really name. Um, so it was a lot. I would say the first, you could have stopped after like the first 10, eight to 10 tracks, but there were legit probably 30. Okay. It's probably, yeah, you probably, right. I'm not even joking. There were like 30 tracks on here. And at some point it was an endurance challenge to just keep it going, you know? But if you really just want some trap and some hood stuff, I just, let me take a pause. The Migos were on here. Who hurt you? Because I'm I'm a fan of hip-hop. I'm a fan of rap. I'm not a stranger to misogynistic lyrics. But to say you had sex with somebody till she died, my, my guy, that's unnecessary. That's unnecessary. And sticking stuff down people's throats till they cry, why? That sounds like assault. 
and I need you to not. Did she consent to that? I don't know. I just, I can't, I can't deal. It was too much for me. The counselor starts coming out. Just the human. Why are you doing that? Come on. So, this. do I recommend? Eh. If you like that kind of stuff, but then again, if you're not really into that, then don't. E- even do I, it. like I didn't listen to the whole thing. <clears throat> you, you listened to more of it than I did. And the parts, the the ones that I did listen to, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what this says about me at this point in my life, mm-hmm. but the best songs on there were the one, the City Girl songs. Yeah. I don't know. The City I, Girl I songs am, sound better than other, the I other am songs. Here. I think it's that throwback feel that all the City Girl songs have. They always got a little, it sounds the like, sound, the, yeah, it sounds yeah, like music. old bass music or sometimes City Girls always have like a little throwback feel. So maybe that's why I, I like their songs a lot better than a lot of the new stuff. Also, I'm here and very happy to hear women taking charge of their sexuality in rap. So, yay. Bam. There you go. Moving on. Alright. What's up? Hey, uh, for those of you watching live on Instagram, uh, you know, Instagram has a time limit. We'll be right back once it, uh, when the time's out. Alright. So, next up, because I listen to a lot of music. A lot of music. Yes. I had time today. Um, so the Lost Boy, YBN Carday. I hope I said that right. Corday. Corday? Corday. Corday? Oh, it is an O. My bad. I apologize. Um, this was rec- recommended to me by D Dizzle. So there's that. Um, and I appreciated this. It was, it was a solid recommendation. Uh, his lyrical ability is pretty, pretty, what do I want to say? It's good. It's he's legit. Surprising. Yeah. Like it is it's better than you would think. Dude. He he can do, you know, your fast pace. He can do like a a slower, mellowed out kind of deal. Um I appreciated hearing his scope across the album. He had some legit features from um Wale, uh he had Ty Dolla Sign, he had personal fave Anderson Pot on there. So, I recommend this. Um, there were only a couple of tracks, and he had a good song with Chance the Rapper. There were a couple of tracks, I was like, man, but I saved a lot of these songs. And he's talking about, like, real stuff. He talks about his family a lot. He talks about the impact of his grandmother passing away and his struggles to make it and come up in the industry and just being on the ground and trying to do things the right way. So... I really enjoyed this, and I thank you, uh, D Dizzle, for the recommendation. It was it's good. Y'all should check it out. Um, if you're looking for some rap that's not like everything that you're hearing, um, but still solid. So yeah, I mean, in this in this group of of new rappers, there are some that kind of stand out, and he is one of the better ones. The YBN Corday. And but a lot of these new rappers, I'm like, man, are y'all? They're really. It's a little sad though. I guess I'm just used to being what, like his? blindly. Yeah, like it. A, it was sad because it was so real. Maybe and he was honest. That's what I was about to say. I'm just you know my rappers like talking about how <laughs> but it, good it is, okay. how much drugs they sold, <laughs> and how many women they got cars. But I'm from the, that era. 
That's the uh, difference. But I'm just saying, it's just it's, no, no. It's a little sad. No, it's even different from the newer style, younger rappers, because the kids on drugs kind of rappers, mm-hmm. and you know they rap slow because they on the drugs, they on these perks, and they can't move fast. But hey, <laughs> it hey, wasn't. Shop. It wasn't like that. Got them perks. <clears throat> Got them perks. It was a different kind of sadness in in the songs that were sad. Not all of the songs were like heavy in that way, but he was just talking about something real and something that we can all relate to, which is the struggles and challenges in our families and the things the people we love are going through in life. So I, I really and I'm not hating. that. I, I have no I have no problem with the YBN Corday. That one I'll let live. All right. Um next up. Next review. ASAP Ferg. Floor seats. I've never listened to an ASAP Ferg album in my life. True story. But I saw this one. I got one. time today. Cause... I had time today. I had to catch up on some work. So, also, it was only like 10 tracks. I was like, cool. It was like a Boom. EP. I yeah. could knock this out yeah. <laughs> and do my notes at the same time. I liked quite a few songs on here. He had a song with um, Rico Nasty. Mm. And I was like, oh, that's a good look. That's a good co-sign. And it sounds... You know how you feature somebody and your music takes on they sound all of a sudden? Mm-hmm. It was a little bit like that, but it merged really well. They, um, he tends to have very hard hitting, like, like if you put play this in your car, your trunk, all your stuff is going to shake. You know what I'm saying? And I like that about his stuff. I like that more often than not, I, I enjoyed the tracks on this album. So most of them were good look. I had a few that I was like, meh. Could do with, could do without. Um, but I overall, I recommend this. It's hard-hitting. If you want something you can listen to um, while you're working out or something like, because that's where I put it. I was like, this is some good, get you pumped up to work out. Or if you're getting hyped up and you're going to go party and have a good time, like, this is what I would listen to. So Cool. Shout out to ASAP Ferg, man. My favorite ASAP. Not that other guy. <laughs> Not <laughs> The other one. Hey, he had to find out the hard way that these Europeans don't fuck with you like that. Well, Look, so I recommend ASAP for floor seats. I I listened to um well while you were listening to ASAP Ferg, I was also kind of listening. I like most Ferg has always been like I said my probably my favorite ASAP um favorite member of ASAP um. And it, he has a little bit of a 90s feel to me. Like, he got that old school, like, bad boy in the 90s kind of feel for some of his songs. Yeah. So, um, what I think the, my favorite song on the ASAP Ferg was it, was it like, Dreams, Nightmares, Fantasies, whatever it's called. But yeah. that's, that song I really like. Yeah. It has that 90s kind of throwback feel. All right, cool. ASAP Ferg. Recommend. Yes. All right, let's go. What's next? We still got more reviews. We, <laughs> Rick we, Ross. Oh. What was oh. the name of that Rick Ross? Port of Miami 2. Yes. Rick Ross, oh, first, his first album was Port of Miami. Now, like 10 years, well, probably more than 10 years later. Very much, yeah. Like 13 years later, we are revisiting the Port of Miami 2. Here's the thing about Rick Ross, man. He's another one of those people like, I just, I'm just going to listen to it. I already know I'm going to like this before it even plays. Excuse me. I'm not going to say this was the best Rick Ross album. It's probably not his best work, but it's still good. Like, Rick Ross just gives me that 
I want to go get some he gives money. You life. Like I want to go. He gives I'm you more life. Rich. I'm, <laughs> bro, it's the soundtrack to building wealth, and that's where I'm at right now. Like I will be the light skinned Rick Ross, bro. I'm about to be. You I want light skin though. I am. What? You see this? You mean compared to Rick Ross? Compared to Rick Ross, <laughs> lighter you, version. You of brown, him. bro. Whatever. You real brown. You've been matter. in these suns, in these streets. Either way, mm-hmm. listen. I'm talking about. I'm about to go open up a franchise. Maybe not Wingstop, but like it's it's just a soundtrack to, to getting rich. Great music. It rides. If you want to talk about beat selection, Rick Ross is probably like one of the best of all time. Now, I didn't say he was the greatest rapper of all time. I'm talking about choosing beats musically. Rick Ross has one of the best ears ever, and this album is no different. So, definitely recommend Port of Miami 2 and Low Key Gunplay. Yeah, if you know who Gunplay is, Gunplay might have had the best verse on the entire album. Let me say this. This because I was listening kind of, like, I was listening vicariously. Mr. Webb was playing it in the car and in the house. So I floated in and out. First of all, excessive use of Maybach music. Like, excessive use of the Maybach music. I was like, we know, we know, we know, we know, we know. That's the trade. Did not forget who we were listening to, bro. It's a lot. It's a lot. I got, you got to remind it. This is Maybach music. It's a lot. I got it. (laughs) But. I was very surprised to hear Gunplay. That caught me off guard. And um, wasn't Wale on this? Wale on the Gunplay. Meat Meal. Meat Meal. And I was very surprised because people have had issues with Rick Ross. So I was like, oh, Ross is actually bringing everybody in on this. I am am impressed. One thing about Rick Ross, man, like you almost forget some of the things that he's been through and some of the things that he's faced. Because it really, it almost don't stick. Like, it, it, he really is Teflon done. Like, it just roll off. Like, I almost forgot about the correctional officer photos or, like, the whole him and, Ricky. him and 50 Cent situation. Like, 50 Cent put out a uh, porno with his baby mama, and he still, I say Rick Ross won that beef. Y'all, you know, y'all back on 50, but I. But if you're a Rick Ross fan, then this you, you'll be pleased. I am. I would say I am. Next up. What's next on the review? Sherman Showcase. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, man. So, we're moving into TV shows. If you have not watched Sherman Showcase, it comes on IFC. Yes. Man, like, there have been sketch comedy shows. Mm-hmm. I will say this one is an original one. Because mm-hmm. it has this overall concept. It's like a... Um, a parody of Soul Train. Soul Train American Bandstand. Some, yeah, like one of them type of shows. Mm-hmm. But the sketches are all tied to that. And they're all, um, you got a lot of musical sketches and like a lot of made up songs. Right. Some of you have been hearing songs from Sermon Showcase and you maybe not even know where it came from. If you saw that video that was going around, the Drop It Low for Jesus. Yes. It came from Sherman Showcase. Yes. So it's it's pretty funny. Um, it's very self aware, <laughs> and it has a lot of special guests, a lot of celebrities. Yeah. Um, John Legend is in this. 
Quincy uh, Jones. What's his name? Nigel Hawthorne. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. From I uh, mean, Dancing with the Stars. It's it's pretty impressive. You'll be surprised. Um, and really funny, really witty, and kind of every now and then it goes off into the the weird and bizarre, which I kind of appreciate. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sherman Showcase, highly recommend. It's on IFC or your favorite bootlegging, you know, streaming service you know. or whatever. How, get it, get how, it you how you live. live. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, gonna be, that's another one of the uh, the web's slogans. Get it how you Get live. Get it how you live. Get it um, how you live. Up next, the boys on Amazon Prime. Um. Okay. So I haven't finished the the first season of the boys on Amazon Prime. I am probably one of the few people who actually this is one of the comic books I've read before. Mm-hmm. And it was graphic novel. Yeah. Gr- Comic sort books, of. graphic novels, um, series that I was reading. It actually was written by Garth Ennis. So if you ever seen the show Preacher, he also uh, oh, he wrote that too. That makes sense. So that tracks. He uh, so coming reading the comic book, which was super graphic, and basically what it is in the setting of the comic book, superheroes exist, but they've gotten to the point where they're just like out of control. They're like celebrities. So. The they're doing all these things. They're, they're corrupt by fame, right? Yeah. So your superheroes are pretty much gone astray, and the boys are this is this group that's assembled to keep them in check. So I'm coming in it from that point of view, having read the comic book, and I hate to be one of them people, but <laughs> I'm already feeling like the book, the comic book, was better than the show. Not that the show is bad, but to me, the the comic book graphic novel was better and it may just be that even on amazon prime it's only so far you can go and they go pretty far they go pretty i'm far. not gonna lie this this threw me for a loop when they went in the nightclub and that's that, all i'm gonna say because i'm wary that i give away spoilers a lot so i'm not gonna do that it's okay but coming in with Next to no knowledge of this, I knew it was a graphic novel, like comic book. I knew it was something you had read, um, but coming from that angle, it was shocking and, I mean, really shocking and whole. Like it takes turns, real. It takes real hard lefts. The boys a lot. Um, so this is the boys yeah. on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and. Again, graphic, shocking, takes a lot of hard turns, and it is not for kids. Do not let young people watch this show. Um, And if you're not into that sort of thing, this ain't for you either. So, yeah, just. But I'm enjoying the the trip. I want to see, like, I'm invested in the revenge kind of aspect. I'm invested in seeing certain characters go down and the growth and the story arc of some of the other characters. So, I think it's still a good show, and I will continue to watch it. But if you get a chance, if you can get your hands on that on the graphic novel, take a look, and you will know with just within the first couple pages, it's the the TV show did not go as far as the 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 comic book. So, I still recommend TV show. Check out the graphic novel as well. The Boys on Amazon Prime. Next up, Black Lady Sketch Show. Yay! Okay, new, new, another sketch comedy show on uh, HBO. This one uh, involves um, four main comedians. I, 
Robin Thede is like mm-hmm. the main one, and I remember Quinta. Quinta I, we've been following Quinta since she worked at BuzzFeed. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember the other two ladies' names, but it's also uh, produced by Issa Rae. Yes. Of Insecure. Yes. So what do you think? I, so Right off the bat, I was just excited because it's black women doing sketch shows. And notoriously, which is, you know, was the SNL controversy about it two years ago, mm-hmm. was that they did not have black women featuring their sketches. They didn't have actual black women. They would have black men depicting black women. Um, or guests, they would get a black woman as a guest maybe and then try to fit her in the sketch, mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, Black Lady Sketch Show. The first episode, I was like, kind of funny. You know, it had its moments, but I felt like they were still finding their direction. A um, lot, a lot of special guests. Another. I mean, mm-hmm. Angela Bassett, right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Your first episode. Impressive. Um then I started, I haven't seen, we haven't watched the newer episodes in full. We saw We saw parts. some sketches, yeah. And the sketches are really funny. I mean, they, they started upping the, the ante. Funny and, um, like, creative, I would say. Yeah. Now, this, also, you know, with this show, there's a, there's also, like, a premise behind it. The sketches aren't tied directly to it, but there's that running thing about them being, like, caught in, I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to. But there's a there's a running theme throughout, so it does get better after the first one. A lot of like you said, a lot of great uh, guests, and you know, I, like, I'm just happy to see you know black women doing their thing. Black women are funny. There are a lot of great black uh, female comedians out there right now. Uh, so you know, having for them to have a platform where they can shine is good. Now I have seen some reviews about this show that said a lot of people didn't find it funny. Again, I didn't think the first episode was, I guess, all I expected or wanted it to be, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, the sketches I have seen come out of the latter episodes, which we need to watch, but they've been twice as, ten times as funny, like yeah. far more funny. So keeping an eye out. We're going to see where it goes. All right. All right. What's up next? Mid-90s. You watch this. All right. So, yeah, I finally t- had a chance to watch it's- I'm behind, so, you know, sue me if you've already seen it. But I watched the film Mid-90s from Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting film, man. If you've ever seen <laughs> the movie Kids, Kids, it had a little bit of that kind of feel, but a modern-day version of Kids. Um, so it took me back. It was a lot of nostalgia, a lot of 90s hip-hop, a lot of 90s references in there. And it was just about like a little kid, man, coming of age. It's basically like a little a summer in his life, and just you know dealing with things at home, finding a group of friends that he can hang out with, different things. But um, it was a good film. I can't, re- I don't remember exactly how long it was, but it felt more like a short film. Like it could have, or it could have been a short film. Like it could have been maybe like 30, 45 minutes. Instead of however long it actually was, but it it's not bad. I just felt like it was it it was just kind of the same thing. Quick shout out to the New Negroes on Comedy Central. Um, I listened to the whole soundtrack because I didn't realize it was sound. I just kind of found it, and I like the premise of this show because uh, they have comedians going on a particular topic or theme, right? 
And then at the end, they have a video. So they actually get with an artist and put together a song and a video about that topic. So that topic could be um, consent. That topic could be uh, racial profiling. And I, I enjoy it. It reminds me of Chappelle's show only with several comedians instead of just, you know, Dave Chappelle's sketches. Cool. You had comedians doing stand-up and then you had the video and the song at the end. Yo, man, it's a good time to be black and funny. Yay! <laughs> I'll just say that. Like, you got, we mentioned Sherman Showcase. We mentioned the Black Ladies sketch show, the New Negroes. Shout out Southside. The creators of the Sherman Showcase are the same people who created Southside on Comedy Central. So, shout out to, I forgot, I don't have the names right here in front of me, but the same, they have the same creators. So, you know, those two uh, black men got. Two shows on on two different networks at the same time. So Southside, Blue Rose, Black Lady Sketch Show, Sherman Showcase, plenty of places to catch. You know, and to uh, find black your comedians. kind of funny, right? It, it's different. Like we're all different. We don't all laugh at the same thing. You know, also eighty five South Show that may be your thing. So you know, catch that when it's in your city. Um, what else? Um, Roy Wood Jr. You even got um, yeah. what was the show on with Keenan Thompson on NBC? It's a it's a couple. Um, oh, just for, isn't it just, just for last? last? Maybe I can't remember. With but, him and Amanda Seals. Yeah. So <clears throat> um, check that out. Man, it's a lot of a lot of good comedy out here at this you know right now. Oh, I'm over here slacking. We get ready to go into a transition. All right, we got to finish it up. And I know some of y'all gonna maybe this episode is a little longer. But we make it up for two weeks. I know. Break it up into pieces. All right. Oh, I think I talked over it. All right. <laughs> we, Motivational we, moment, Mr. Webb. All right. Bringing this uh, to an end. Motivation this week, man. I wrote down uh, something that I took from uh, one of my coaching sessions because like, I feel like I want to be a coach, you know, whether it be life coach, business coach, executive coach. It's one of my goals is to do that uh, at some point. But all great coaches actually have a coach. You got to have your own coach. So one of my, from my coaching sessions this week, and I want to share this with everybody else on here. And I put it on uh, my Instagram, I think. But it says, if, if your goals and dreams don't scare you, then they're not big enough. So... Think about that. If you think about what you consider your goals, your dreams, whatever, if they don't scare you a little bit, if they seem easily attainable, then they probably shouldn't be a dream or a goal. Your dream or goal should push you, stretch you. It's going to require a new version of you to accomplish this thing. Because if it's just, I can do this, I roll out of bed and do this easily, then that's not a dream or a goal. You got to put some, you need to, if you, when you write it down and it doesn't scare you, multiply it times 10. I've also been reading the 10X rule by Grant Cardone. 10X your dreams, 10X your goals, times 10. You say, I want to make 100,000. That's right. If you feel like that's easily attainable, multiply it by 10. You really want to stretch yourself, say, I want to make a million, right? But other side of this is, you do if you 10x your goals make them 10 times bigger that also means it's going to require 10 times the work and 10 times the effort 
but you also have to truly believe that it can be done. If you believe that, if you truly believe that thoughts become things and that you can create your reality, then why not go bigger? Think bigger, right? You got to be bigger. And it may, it may take time for things to align, but there's something about when you truly believe in what you, you know, what you, what you're saying, what you're putting out there, write it down, put it on paper and watch things start to line up. My coach, you know, she was sharing with me, it's like being on a different channel, right? Like a, a, a um, old school CB radio, right? Like you on channel two and somebody else on channel seven. But when you really start to believe that thing, they'll just line up. So that's my uh, motivation this week. Um, make your goals, make your dreams bigger. They should scare you a little bit. All right. All right. Actually, double high sticks. Um, so going into our mental health moment this week. Mental health moment with Mrs. Webb. All right. Um, mental health moment this week is self confrontation for growth. Self confrontation for growth. So, a lot of my mental health moments come from my own realizations or themes that may have arisen from working with my clients or just what people call aha moments or whatever. So one of my big ones lately has been confronting myself and being able to sit with that because it's uncomfortable. Acknowledging the parts of you that are less desirable. And no, I don't mean physically less desirable deeper than it's deeper than that okay i'm talking about the parts of you that are ugly the parts of you that people don't always see the thoughts that you have um that stuff that's going on on the inside that internal dialogue the part of you that's super judgy the part of you that's super petty or critical or um spiteful or vindictive That part, you know what I'm talking about, that part, being able to look at it and stop acting like it's not there, it's a part of you, it's there, whatever that thing is, being able to look at it, stare it down and acknowledge that it's a part of you and then how can I embrace this part and do something about it? If this part is here, then, and I see it, That means I now have the power to face it. Don't run from it. Face it down. It's okay. It's okay that that thought still comes up. It's okay that those feelings of wanting to be vindictive or wanting to be judgmental of somebody or critical of somebody else's life or whatever, or in your mind, put somebody else down. It's okay that you have those thoughts, but you got to work on that. You got to start doing something about it. You got to overcome that. You know, don't just accept it as, well, that's just how I am. You could be that way. Or you could confront yourself and say, why? Why is that there? Why do I do that? And then look at what that why is. And I mean, this is me talking to me. So I, I had to sit with some stuff 
this past week. I've been sitting with it for a couple of weeks now and looking at why do you do that or why do you think that way or why do you react like that? And I don't like it and it's unpleasant, but you're not going to get anywhere from ignoring it. It's just going to continue to grow. So I had to sit with it. I had to figure out why it's there, you know, and then, okay, I get it. I see why that happens. And it comes from, for me, it came from an insecurity. Um, it came from an insecurity about what I'm not doing, some other aspect of my life that I'm not happy with and I'm not satisfied with. So then that leads to action. I can do something about it, though. I can, I can take these steps and address that insecurity and it'll make me feel a little bit better and I don't have to have these negative thoughts about other people or other things. You see what I'm saying? If this is making sense. So self-confrontation for growth. This isn't to like beat yourself up about it. Be an adult. Be an adult about it, okay? Self-assessment. It is. It's hard work. It's unpleasant work, but it's definitely work worth doing. And there are things you can do and steps you can take, and it'll ultimately make you feel better. If you want to be better, you gotta <clears throat> gotta do the gotta do the ugly work. Gotta do the dirty work. Look inside yourself. Be it honest starts with, with yourself. you. You know, anytime that feeling come up, you know you see somebody else with something, accomplishing something, and that little that little jealousy starts to rise up or like why they get that or feeling like somebody else doesn't deserve something check yourself check yourself before you wreck yourself that too it's bad for your health all right what else <laughs> we, you got roses. roses yay roses coming in hot give your people they roses while they can still smell them shout out to roses this week from me go to raven the science maven Shout out to Raven the Science Maven on Instagram. If you do not know who she is, let me tell you. Let me tell you. This is a black woman with her degrees in the STEM. All right. She engineering out here all over the place. And she put <laughs> she put together a rap song because her favorite person is Megan the, Stall Megan the Stallion. And she loves her to death. And she loves that Megan the Stallion is pursuing her education as well as a rap career and is looking to do something with her education. So she is making the Smart Girls Go Dumb mixtape. And the song that she has is called Big Old Geeks, which is kind of a, a take on the Megan Me Thee Stallion's Big Old Freaks. And it's her and other women in STEM, her cohorts, these black women. And it's like, you can twerk and be smart. They are real scientists. They're real scientists. Real life, legit scientists. Yes. And my heart leapt out of my chest <laughs> at seeing them. I mean, they in their little hot girl outfits and they're rapping about what they do. Science. They're rapping about science. And her one of her favorite hashtags is you can be both. You can be sexy. You can be twerking. You can be on the beach. You can be in your bikinis. And you can be smart. Nobody said you just had to be one or the other. We're complex human beings. Again, grow up. True. So her whole thing is being smart can be sexy. You, you can be both. You can pursue your degree 
and you can be out here having your hot girl summer. You can do both. Both. Live your best life. So Raven the Science Maven out here making making it cool, man. Making being smart really cool. And I hope she gets that collab with Megan the Stallion. Because that'd be dope. So I'm here for it. I'm a fan. I follow her page now. I'm liking all her stuff. I'm a groupie. I'm beaming. I'm excited. So shout out to her because I know for a fact she is reaching some young women somewhere who are like, that's cool. It's okay that I'm smart and I like trap music or whatever. Yes. So yay. Raven the Science Maven. Yay. All right. That was it. That's it. All right. So uh, just a reminder again, you know, follow us on all social media. Feel free, hit us up in the inbox. That's where the web's one at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing your discussion, uh, whether no matter what the topic is, whether it be Jay-Z in the NFL, you want to talk about this best male R&B group, hit us up Please in the do. inbox, all right? Also, we should have led with this. My birthday's coming up. Yep, birthday Friday. We got another birthday. Um, be on the lookout for... It's about to be one hell of a run we're about to kick off this week. So Yes, the next three weekends, the webs will be here, there, and everywhere. So True story. Follow us on social media so you get, you know. Three weekends, three cities, coming around. Watch for us. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Big things. Okay. More life. All right. Oh, too much. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. Cool. Bring... Bring the excitement. Bring and the happy bur- happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. We will be celebrating this coming Friday. Can't say where, but yes. be on the lookout. We coming. Doing it. All right.